morning, everybody. This is Jen Pipe at the Arate Today podcast, the place where personal development meets personal responsibility, and I encourage you to reach your highest human potential. I don't want you to wait for things to happen. I want you to go out and make things happen. It's time for you to be the intentional creator of your life. With that, I want to let you know that you can follow me over at jenpipe.com. There are two N's in Jen. Please keep that in mind. And also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Look me up. Follow the conversation. And today we're going to dive into a topic uh, because I really want to talk today about just how busy you are. (laughs) Actually, that is a bold-faced lie. I am truly sick of hearing how busy you are, and I know for a fact that other people are sick of it too. Um, So that's kind of a feisty statement, and I'm being kind of sarcastic, but it's actually a really important podcast, so I want you to tune in and get the full, full conversation on this one. So let's start today with a question, a really important question. I want to know why you feel like we have bought into the notion that busier is better, okay? Because the last time I checked, being busy is not an adequate or an accurate measurement tool. Being busy doesn't always automatically equate to being successful or wealthy. It's not a happiness indicator. Actually, on the contrary, The people that I witness bragging and boasting and lamenting and whining and belaboring about how busy they are, are typically the people that are the most unhappy. Here's a little tip. Let's start today with a tip. If you can log into Facebook and post on Twitter and tell everyone how busy you are, you're not that busy. You're probably just looking for sympathy or attention or trying to validate your existence, okay? There are no accolades for being the busiest. There's no medals. There's no awards. There's no automatic admittance through the pearly gates. In actuality, the busier you are, it's like a death sentence for a lot of the things that you love. And I'll go into that in great detail today because I think it's critical. Um, You know, maybe I'm not making sense to you yet. Maybe you're not agreeing with me. Maybe you're sitting here listening to the beginning of this podcast and you're looking at your calendar and you're seeing the lack of vacant spots, and you're vehemently disagreeing with me. But by the end of this show today, I aim to make you a believer, and I think it's important. Let's just dive right in. So I want to just tell you, too, I'm battling a cough today, so I'm hoping that doesn't come across in the podcast because it's been you know, kind of annoying, and, and I don't know when I'm going to start coughing. So hopefully I can make it through this without too many interruptions. Um, so back to busy. All right. Somewhere along the line, we have been told the lie that busy is good and free time is bad. All right. We begin to equate busyness to the high power achievers. And then we kind of think of people with a lot of free time as slackers. They're lazy. They're unmotivated. That's really a gross misconception. And I want to present the argument that busy is often an indicator of poor time management and ineffectiveness. If being busy was so awesome, then why aren't you, we, they also more productive? Think about that. Think about that for a minute. Odds are you've become a task junkie and busy work is your filler. It's your fix. There are a lot of reasons why people resort to that behavior. Sometimes they want to feel more important and busy makes them feel wanted, right? They get that like 
that love hit when they're busy and, and people need them. Sometimes you're trying to avoid something unpleasant that's going on or you want to fill a void in your life. Avoidance can be a tremendous impetus for all kinds of bad behavior. Sometimes you just want to be a martyr, right? You're looking for attention. You want people to feel bad for you. Um, you know, maybe you think it's something you can connect on. Oh, I'm busy. You're busy. Let's talk about how busy we are. But here's the cold, hard truth. The most successful people aren't the busiest. They're typically just the most effective. They're the best at delegating. They're the most aware that rest and rejuvenation are critical to long-term success. Couple examples. Jack Canfield, you may or may not know him. He's an uber successful speaker and author and business coach. I've taken his programs. Um, I, I consider him, you know, to be the word on success principles. That's his book. Um, gives great advice. And he was also the author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. So he's sold millions and millions of books. He's got a crazy schedule. He travels a ton. He's running meetings. He's doing coaching. Um, he's doing philanthropic work and giving back. But he still makes time for his hour of power in the morning. And that's his hour where he spends 20 minutes exercising, 20 minutes reading, and 20 minutes meditating. Because in his mind, that is critical to his success. So he's never too busy to do the things that make him successful. Jay-Z and Beyonce, maybe not the best example, but they are probably the power couple in the world. They're not too busy for family. They're not too busy for intimacy. They're not too busy for collaboration. They make time for each other. There are plenty of others like them, right? They're shrewd. They don't buy into the lie. They fill their time with important tasks and important relationships, and they know how to say no to the rest. So one of the things that Canfield and Gates and Oprah and people like them understand is that you are in control of your time and you decide what fills up your days. The last podcast talked about balance. I touched on that a little bit. Things don't magically appear on your calendar without your say-so. It just doesn't happen. You choose whether or not to go to the gym. You choose whether or not to keep your commitments. You're choosing to dedicate time to your spouse and your personal development and your growth. You decide whether or not you're going to spend your days surviving or thriving. Huge difference. So what you want to do is you want to stop chasing the busy and start focusing on the important. Doing the important work nets far more productivity and personal satisfaction than the busy work. So what are the things that are uncompromisable to you? What are the things that are of utmost importance? Make a list of those things. Figure out what has to be done and what doesn't have to be done. I encourage you to think long and hard about this. Go back to what I talked about in episode four, where I talked about how your actions need to be in alignment with your values. So is personal development and change important to you? If so, then why aren't you taking courses? Why aren't you reading the books? And why aren't you making the time for self-care on your schedule? Is fitness and health important to you? Why don't you have regular exercise appointments and time for meal preparation penned off in your calendar? Are your friendships failing or is your marriage on the rocks? Then why aren't you picking up the phone making plans, and making the people that you love feel valued and important. I understand 
that the constant chorus of I'm so busy, I'm crazy busy, can't keep our plans, something came up, those things might ultimately end up costing you a relationship. You have to understand that. That brings me to my next point. I think that sometimes people misuse the word busy and they're really substituting it for something else that's going on, right? So maybe the real feelings that you're having are too difficult to articulate or you've got some things going on in your life that you really don't want to scrutinize or take a look at. So you're using busy as a crutch, okay? Um, An example of this for me was, you know, I had a close friendship that suddenly started feeling kind of weird, And I was reaching out, and this person was mysteriously always too busy to make plans, right? Too busy to just simply get a coffee, too busy to take a yoga class or go for a walk, too busy to spend a day at the beach when I know that that's one of their favorite things to do. Um, You know, I was trying to find ways around that. Hey, well, maybe we could get together for work and collaborate and brainstorm together and, you know, maybe just try and be in the same room and, and... you know, you work on your thing, I work on my thing, and at least we're spending time. And, you know, I eventually opened up a studio space last year, and I was really proud of this accomplishment. It's been something that I had wanted to do for a long time. And for nine months, I reached out, hey, you want to come up? You want to take a class? Send your kids. Come see the space. For nine months, this person was too busy to show up and just be at my side for an hour to celebrate my success. This is someone that I consider to be a really important part of my life, but yet there was still time for weekends away or other social obligations to be met or girls' nights out or time to promote other people's businesses and successes. So I was repeatedly reaching out to this person and asking if they wanted to get together and I was hearing endless tales of too busy, but, you know, oh, maybe things will free up or maybe next time or, you know, sometimes spontaneous is best and maybe we can just give it a shot later. Well, guess what? I wasn't giving this person a preliminary heads up to the fact that I maybe wanted to spend time with them later. That was the invitation in the here and now. All of those times, those were the invitations. So... It was really a difficult and a painful thing for me because I suspected that maybe there was something else going on. You know, maybe this person just didn't want to spend time with me. And what I noticed that there was kind of a lack of authenticity and a lack of truth in the communication that was coming back to me. So I eventually took the hint and I stopped asking. Bottom line is I don't condone the glorification of busy. And it is possible to busy yourself right out of someone's life. So if relationships and and people are important to you, make a conscious effort not to do that. If this is you and you're using busy as an avoidance tactic, I implore you to stop doing that and to have some integrity in your words and your relationships. Another thing to think about is what mindless fillers are giving you the false notion of being busy and how often. So... How much television are you watching every night? I can't tell you how many times I see posts on Facebook or Twitter about all of these series people watch, the Breaking Bads and the this and the that, and did you catch this? That is a lot of time that you could be spending doing something else. How much time do you spend in front of news channels every day, right, in the Situation Room and on CNN? Focus your time on doing other more important tasks. So... 
social media is a, is a big one. And for me, it's probably my biggest weakness. All right. I spend far too much time and ineffective time at that on social media. And I know it. And it's something that I work towards fixing. So how long are you on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Pinterest? Is that really getting you what you need out of life? Or are you using that for something else? For me, I largely use social media for business, but there are times where I'm poking around and I'm just looking for ways to waste time. And, you know, I don't want to do the things that I know I need to do. So look at that. Um, How much time are you texting? Right? Texting, it's meant to be this quick and dirty mode of communication, but texting, especially if you're trying to have a conversation on text, can take a lot of time. It's hugely time consuming where oftentimes a quick conversation would be a faster and more effective mode of communication. How often are you standing in front of your refrigerator trying to will a recipe to jump right out and land on your plate? You could have eliminated that by planning your meals in advance, right? So given all of these things and, you know, the, the ways and the reasons why people are claiming busy, there's some, there's some ways to rein things back in and to go from being busy to being effective, So the first thing you can do is to focus on the happiness factor. And this is something that I think is largely underrated, but critically important. So if an item on your agenda or on your schedule or on your calendar will ultimately make you happier, either in the short term or in the long term, it deserves a spot in your time. It deserves a place on your calendar and it deserves importance. You need to keep your commitments. So particularly the really important ones to yourself. So in my line of work, I can't tell you how many times I see people, women in particular, put their own needs on the back burner without valid reason behind it. So maybe you're feeling guilty that you're going to miss someone's something or other, or, you know, maybe your husband doesn't want to be left alone with the kids, or, you know, maybe you're feeling tired, but all of those times where you don't keep your commitments to yourself and put yourself first, you're really weakening yourself and you're making yourself a lot less effective and you're eliminating the possibility for change and growth. So another suggestion is to make lists and plan in advance. So keep in mind that downtime is crucial. There is no way you can be expected to go at full throttle 100% of the time. Even finely tuned race cars need to slow down and pull in for a pit stop now and again. They need gas, they need to change their tires, You need the same thing. You need to refuel and rest and regenerate and recharge. Another suggestion, do your important tasks first. Know when you're at your best and dive in at that time. If you're a morning person, you should be busting ass in the morning. If you're better in the evening, that's when you need to go all out. Maybe you're a night person. Maybe your focus time is from 7 to 10 p.m. Or maybe you're nocturnal and you work best in the middle of the night. Know yourself well enough to know when you're at your best and do the tasks then. If there's time left over and then you want to binge on a Breaking Bad marathon or spend half an hour or an hour on Facebook, go for it because you've earned it by having that productive time. Please, Be impeccable and have integrity in your actions and in your communications, all right? Lies, myths, truths, avoidance, they're huge drains on your time and on your available emotional resources. And 
Another suggestion, which I think is critical in this day and age, particularly for those people with children, is if you are a parent, stop overscheduling your kids and then watch your time miraculously free up. I don't know. Does little Susie really need to rush out of school to get to her piano lesson and then rush out of piano to get to karate and then leave that to go to her club soccer team? No, of course she doesn't. It is not making Susie or Johnny or Fred more well-rounded or a better student or a better athlete. It's making them freaking exhausted. And as such, you're exhausted too. And there's probably some level of resentment building up there, either on your end because you're now the chauffeur chauffeur and the taxi driver or on your kid's end because they can't just be a freaking kid. All right, the busiest people I know, to wrap this all up, the ones that are working two jobs or raising kids by themselves while they're battling cancer and working full-time, those people never, ever, ever complain about being busy. They're just tired. They're exhausted. But you know what? They don't complain about that either. The people who voice busyness the loudest are the ones in which busyness is self-imposed. They're often addicted to not only their busyness, but to their self-importance, right? And they're avoiding the dread of what they might face in its absence. Did you ever stop to think that just perhaps your histrionic exhaustion is a cover-up for a bunch of shit that just doesn't matter? All right, maybe I'm an old soul, or maybe I'm someone with just lazy ambition, But I had a lot of unstructured time when I was a kid. It was time for riding bikes, getting slush puppies, and playing hopscotch. We just hung out. When I was in college, I was busier than I can probably ever remember, with the exception of when my kids were little. I took full-time classes. I was logging 40 sports medicine hours a week for my major, and I was holding down two jobs. But there was always time for my large circle of friends, for partying, for dancing, and for a boyfriend. Always. Do you know why? Because it was important. Because I knew it was important. And because I like the idea of modeling my adulthood after my childhood and those memorable college years. I do great work. I focus on my uncompromisables. And then I have a shitload of unstructured time where I can read a book, make some art, be in nature, go to the beach, make love to my husband, and play with my kids. That, for me, is the best of both worlds. To wrap this up, busyness is not a necessity, is not a ne- <laughs> excuse me, busyness is not a necessary or inevitable condition of life. We've chosen it, so that means we can also unchoose it. I, personally, am sick of the hysterical noise that busy creates and busy brings to the table, and I'm no longer going to try to shout over it. Do you think you could care to join me? That's a wrap today from Arate Today, talking about busyness. I want to continue this conversation over on the blog, so head over to genpipe.com, click on the blog. You'll find some resources, some additional tips, and some creative inspiration to go along with this post today in the show notes. Also, leave a comment, share with your friends, and stay engaged. I encourage you, honestly, to try and live your best quality of life and to take some of these tips to heart. 
So that's Gen Pipe wrapping it up for today. Want to remind you once again, there's two ends in Gen when you're searching for me on the internet. And we'll catch you on the flip side next time. So until then, keep laughing, loving, and learning. Peace. <laughs>